The VC Show is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, but you must be 21 or older. The VC Show, let's go. It's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go, let's go. The v- Welcome to the VC Show presented by Caesar Sportsbook on Omaha Audio. I'm Vince Carter alongside Roz Godon Wood. Roz, what's up? The WNBA Finals was crazy, an unbelievable series. You did a great job covering, by the way. You know, I, I didn't see the last game and reading about it and when things exploded. Obviously, I was watching football and then all of a sudden caught the Raiders game and see the fans going crazy, the Raiders fans, uh, uh, you know, and they, they started to mention. I was like, oh, so I go back and I watch a little bit of it. And wow. Wow. Yeah. What say you? What say you? And, you know, Mark Davis was in the building. Um, yeah. Get there to watch the first championship uh, in Vegas, like of any major pro sports league, period. Um, and, and that's his team, you know, owning it. Instead of being at the Raiders game, he was there to be with the, the, the ladies of, of Great his decision. Uh, Las Vegas Aces. <laughs> and um, I'm excited. You know, it's fun to see how fun that team is. We'll, we'll definitely talk about um, what I saw, you know, covering the WNBA playoffs along the way, and then also what we saw from this fantastic team, um, the players from Becky Hammond. We'll definitely tap into that topic because she absolutely delivered on every stage with all eyes on her. Congratulations to the Aces. I know we got a lot of NBA topics. I know you want to talk about Schroeder and the Lakers and all that, but this might sound boring, but can we talk about some legislation? Do you want to talk about Oh, what you got? I'm listening. Oh, go ahead. Not that. (laughs) So they're saying the one and done rule might Uh, end. Yeah. So the the NBA might be lowering the age, minimum age requirement from like 19 to 18 as soon as 2024 season. And so what are your thoughts on, you know, getting rid of the one and done year and lowering the age into the NBA? I don't know, Ross. I'm I'm so up and down with this and and, and it's not taking money out of uh, a young man's pocket. Um, it's just you you want to make sure these guys are successful and prepared you know that's kind of my, my concern more than anything I, I and I want people to understand I'm talking about on the the preparation side and you know I, I I always say you know when they were lowering it before I said I want the the execs legislation or whoever are making these decisions or are part of these decisions to walk in some in, inside or walk in some into some of these training camps and watch. And see how these guys, these young guys, are, are, are faring in these training camps. And I can speak candidly on that because I was, I've been in there where some of these young guys walk in and it's just like, ooh, not prepared. Shock. Yes, it's, it's going to be different. I, I did three years in college, and it was different coming in. It's just a different pace. The game is different. But, like, you're, you're talking about now a guy leaving high school and going to the pros. It's been done before. Not saying that. But I just it's just preparation. It's just there are special players who could do that. We, and you, we know some of the special special players that were able to do that and are Hall of Famers. But, you know, there's been some guys who felt like they were ready. And sometimes we have our, our boys who put that battery in our back, gas us to make us feel like we're ready, and sometimes we're not. The reality. And that's all I just want us to understand when these guys are feeling like they need to jump into it. Yes, they have now doing this if you you leave early you have something to fall back on you know the g league and you, you know guys are going overseas for a year to you know you, you like, like like a lot of guys were doing but 
I don't know. It's just uh, I'm I'm back and forth with it. I mean, if there's if the, you know there's it's it's kind of like if there's that special talent, there's that Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, LeBron James. You know, listen to this. The the list I'm talking about: Sean Kemp. You know, if that if it's those those special type talents, yes. But who you know? It's just I don't know. What you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, with my proximity, I came up actually through the G League. Um, I got my Gatorade at call up at the time. I think that is it still called that at the time it was. But I was with the Santa Cruz Warriors before I got the opportunity to be with the Golden State Warriors. So I worked my way up. And I think that since that time, like the usefulness of the G League has become very valuable um, to these programs. And you've seen them be able to develop programs uh, in a farming system kind of way where like they can sustain success over the course of seasons. Not just we got a juggernaut team, but they have more and more coming up the pipeline. Um, okay. and, and you see a that question for you. a tool for success. But, well, I'll, I'll just say like, I think, um, I, I feel like, the only objection to that, though, is that teams like the G League Ignite, right, they come understanding they're going to work with, like, high school age talent. Um, they come with, like, therapists, guidance counselors, mentors, life coaches, like, you know, that that is made to insulate young people who happen to be great at basketball. Now, you know, there might be an influx of just young people thrown right into the NBA. Only, and only 17 of them, Ross, at that. Remember, it's only, it's only right. 17 of them. And that was going to be my question to you. Now, if all of these young guys are coming out, don't make it, don't get drafted, don't get called. You go to the G League. And now what the G League is flooded with just what we're about to, what we're talking about, what you're mentioning is that these guys don't have that on my own reality real world experience with a few more dollars in their pocket regardless i mean if you play in the g league or the nba you're gonna have more money than you have leaving high school so uh and that's just my concern and i think when i say all of this that's where my concern comes I, the the overall picture i want people to understand the overall picture then so the talent because i mean i mean you, when you're at that age you have to learn how to handle 82 games grueling yeah. i mean just think about it like for us on the other side it's still grueling for us and we don't play Right. You know, we're not playing. We're still flying. And, you know, it's just like you have to get used to that. It's a different beast instead of playing from 35 games to 82. You know, let's say, you know, younger guys are probably going to play a lot of preseason games to, to get the experience. Plus, the guys are playing in the summer. So it's a lot on your body. Plus, understanding how to live this lifestyle and balancing it, too. It's a, it's a, it's a beast. Did you consider leaving earlier than you than you did? And, and if you had the chance, given the talent you had coming into college and you were, you know, already so, very talented, would you leave early if you had the chance, like leave at 18 from high school and go straight to the NBA? So, Roz, it, it, I think back to that time and it's a different time. We're talking about <laughs> 95, like we're talking about mid 90s as opposed to now things are different I mean kids coming out of high school are built different look different and, and everything I, I I just I didn't think I was there, there was there was rumors and I was like yeah all right cool whatever I didn't think I was that special of a talent to go right out of high school I came out the same year as Kevin Garnett my my class was Steph Marbury who who was one and done Sharif Abdul Rahim one and done Paul Pierce um chauncey billups so I, I came up with a laundry list of guys who who i did who some of us did three years but 
we know Kate, what KG did. We know what Steph Marbury did. And, you know, he had a pretty, pretty solid career, but I just, I didn't, Antoine Jameson's another name to throw out there. Uh, I didn't feel like I was ready for that at that time. And it was more so what I was walking into more so than money. And, like you know, cause you mean? physically oh. <laughs> I was like 190. You know, yeah, I could jump at the, at the top of the, you know, hit the top of the backboard, jump by the gym, all that. But he's grown men here. If somebody was 190, he probably was a point guard, maybe a you know shooting guard. And I was just a skinny kid that, yes, I could play basketball and everything, and I was considered I was top five. But I, it was thrown around. But I just didn't think, you know, I didn't know. I mean, it's this young guys now they walk around with a different confidence and, and they feel like they're capable. I just didn't think so. Yeah, there might be a generational difference in like mindset, um, and also yeah. I think an opportunity feeling of an opportunity and the feeling of like control over your story again because of like advances in technology like social media and and having a platform at an earlier age and you know being able to be a business and a brand. By the time you put these like you could be eighteen today, pulling up to a workout and like you a full fledged business, you a top five prospect. You got well, like, you and got I'll say this too. <laughs> I'll say this too. The access of you know outside of all of that, the access that these young guys have of working with train professional trainers and i mean pros the tra trainers that pr train pros or or play with the pro you know work with the pros these guys can 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 pull up to those now and you don't have to be a former nba player's son to get into these workouts now you can see you know you know it's just because of social media you can connect with such 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 now you could be cool with james harden james harden be like yo come on pull up with me you know what i'm saying it, it wasn't that way now i was fortunate enough you know Shout out to Nick Anderson and Dennis Scott. And I'm I mean, the magic back there. I was cool with Nick Anderson. And they would come see me play in high school. And I got the opportunity to play pickup ball with Penny, Shaq, Nick. And, and you know, I'm talking about, like, when I, if you were a Magic fan, like, Latiria Green and, you know, all of these guys at that time. Like, I'm throwing Sidney Green, like, names you, like, who? Yeah, yeah. But I got a chance to play with those guys. So I was fortunate enough to get a couple, you know, opportunities and see what the league was like. And I was like, bro, you know. This game is faster. It's wide open, so it was. It was. If it, it, it fit how I played, but I just, man, Penny. I was talking about Penny in his prime. I got man. I'm talking about like, bro, it's crazy. How did it go in those runs? Did you dunk on anybody in those runs? I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I had fun. I did my thing, and like I said, the game was. It's just, it wasn't compact like high school. You can sit in the, in the paint. You know, if your team's not good, you sit in the paint. You go to zone. NBA was wide open and faster, so I'm like, man, wait, I could just run, 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 and it's wide open and just throw it up there. Like it was just, it was just a different game for me, but it was cool. The physicality, uh, you know, it was, it was different. The way the game was played and officiated was different than like you go in there, you get hurt. <laughs> and it was the way it was. And, and, and pickup games were kind of like that. So I, I, I knew my lane if, if you would at, at that time. You know, but now if you were 18 now, like there would be a mm. scout who would have there would be scouts from a number of teams that would have to help make like really um big jumps or guesses or um i guess like have a hypothesis on your talent and true skill level even if you was that 190 pound kid and but that's you're and i was ex you're accessible but they're not they're not just scouting you like they're not going to pick up 190 pound Vince Carter and say, OK, he's the face of the franchise. Like the scout is different because they're making decisions about you earlier in the process. So there's a lot more intangibles like you 
who knows what you're how how tall you're really going to be or you know how how smart of a player you're really going to be but more they can kind of see ah he's he's got the fit of a 3 and D or his athleticism is above average or he comes from this you know a group of of teams that you know I don't know or something that seems to do well but I feel like you know we're just going to see scouts in the gym going harder more uh analytics earlier at younger ages and the bets are going to maybe I don't know if they'll be bigger but maybe you'll take more I don't know what the right answer is but I think I think that you don't you don't necessarily need to be they won't be looking for well, actually I want to ask you will it be looking for superstars at younger ages, or is it more about looking for potential? Potential. I, I, I think I, I don't know. Will you find a superstar at that moment? Maybe so. Like I said, there's going to be that diamond in the rough. Absolutely. At some point, we're going to see you know that that diamond in the rough. And you're like, yo, he is made to be a star because they're built like that. Because they still have to 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 be you know your, your body has to be able to handle this you know this grind at, at the same time at that age. And I don't think. You know, I wasn't built like LeBron coming out of high school. Right, and we right. see how much bigger he is now. But I'll say this. I want to tell you, know, you, a high-flying 190-pound senior in high school is still pretty impressive, my friend. No, no, no. That, you know, for <laughs> real. But like, like I said. <laughs> LeBron. But that, but that, right. Five, eight high school students. <laughs> like, no, that's, that's true. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But like that that's 190-pound whatever kid back then now. It's a different story. It's a different look. Right, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? It's it's a different look. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking okay. about like then when Charles Oakley is taking you out the air. You know when the Bruce Brothers in Indiana with, with the places. You know how the Knicks played and all that. Because you know I ended up in the East, so I can't imagine '95 oh. getting playing for Toronto, playing in the East at that time, you taking that beating. Try, call myself trying to post some one of these guys up. Man. Like when I got in the NBA, you know, th- th- like Scottie Pippen, you know. Like Scottie Pippen was fully developed, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like you know what I'm saying. I, you know, I'm still trying to get. You know what I'm saying. Trying to get a little muscle, you know, or whatnot. Okay. So it's okay. just different, man. All right. Like these kids are like different. Last one on this one. Like another the thought I had about it was, you know, it might be nice though for college programs to get the continuity that they desire, and that you know the one the players that you know decide that. They are ready to play right away instead of doing one year and then they're gone and then programs are constantly in this like like uh, short term rebuild after a, a top player leaves. Um, instead, you get the players who might stay for three years or four. What do you think? I, you I just, I just think I, I just think now it's the mentality is different. So when guys feel like they have that opportunity to leave, they're going to leave. And it, that that type of – that mentality was there a little bit back then, few players. Like Antoine Jameson, for example, in college, like he was national player of the year. His sophomore year, he was killing the game so that people felt like he could leave then. He felt like he needed another year. Like when, when you even get that buzz, guess what people are doing now? Out of there. Yeah. But my question is, so if they if they go, can they come back if it doesn't work out? Like, I don't know. That's my question. Like, if it, And again, for everybody sh- watching, sh- the, the rule has, this is not something that has happened. Right. It's a conversation that it will. So we are, we don't actually know what the actual, like, logistics of the rule will be should it come should out. Should it, and should it be that way? I don't know. Because, Ross, if you say that, like, guys can go, that, that can test the waters now and to a certain point, you have to come back. But if they allow these kids to just every, everybody's going to leave, 
And then if it doesn't work out, everybody's going to come back. So guess what that does to recruiting? <laughs> like, how do you recruit? Like, how do you recruit if you lose a, a superstar player? Like, let's just say Trey Young, you know, as your point guard, he's like, oh, well, he's he, – and maybe Trey's not because you knew once he, he he was destined to go. But, like, a guy that was pretty good but you're not sure you're, – you're now trying to recruit behind him. How, how does that work, you know? Now kids sees this guy come back. Well, guess what? He's going to decommit, and he's going to go somewhere else where he has another opportunity. So I think it's going to mess up a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They're going to have to figure this hey, what out. About, what about messing up the lives of a, of a child? You know, That's like, what I'm saying. So they're going to have to get this right. That's all I'm saying. Branded. You know, so like the programs have a college programs have a lot of stake. The NBA has a lot of stake. But the, the individual players, you know, the, the I got one more thing. The people go ahead. Do your thing. I, no, I just want to say one more thing uh, to that. As I'm thinking about it, I don't want to forget this. And it's important. I think if the NBA is going to allow this or do this or whatever, they need to make sure what you just say. They need to protect these young kids. So there's a lot of kids who are going to try to fulfill that dream out of high school. If it doesn't happen and they cannot go back to college or go to college, you need to have more G League teams. You need to have more opportunity where you can, you're going to now house more young players like the Ignite to make sure you nurture these kids to prepare them for, you know, NBA life. I mean, I guess there's a lot to consider there and greater minds than ours are coming together. But the general, I understand the bigger thought you have around what you're trying to say with more G League. Protecting teams. the players more so that, yeah. Support, more support, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if that's necessarily the vehicle that would be taken, but um, I do know the NBA has worked to create, you know, their own version of um, alternative pathways for young athletes with the Ignite, and um, you've got the overtime elite as well. Mm -hmm. I think of a couple guys like uh, uh, it's a name that you probably don't even recall, Corleone Young. Corleone Young was in was in my draft coming out of high school, he didn't get drafted. Rashard Lewis got drafted out of high school. Corleone didn't, and he kind of just faded away. And he was a great talent out of high school. So, you know, it's just like stuff like that. Like, I, you just don't want this talent to fade away because they don't know what to do next. You know, that's, that's, that's my concern. All right, well, we shall see what the future holds for the youth and the NBA. Football season is here and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Receive a reward credit equal to the average price of 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See vividseats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. All right, so moving along, I, I know we've talked before on the show, and it's been kind of fun this summer to watch um, the FIBA, FIBA tournament. Um, we, we, all we talked about was Giannis, Luka, Luka, Jokic, Gobert, and ain't none of them win it. So Spain won FIBA Eurobasket. Uh, the Hernan Gomez brothers combined for 41 points. Willie got the tournament MVP. They beat France, um, and they held Rudy Gobert to just – Six points on two shots, and Evan Fournier had 23 points for France. So um, are you? what do you think of Spain uh, winning this and the fact that Giannis, Luka, Jokic, their teams didn't? The Gasol brothers weren't playing, right? No, Mark and no. Powell uh, retired. That's my point. That's and what I'm saying. Like, also didn't have Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just a, they're, they're 
Spain has always just had talent and talent, and their teams like has always been tough tough to deal with whether you see them see them in in the name or their marquee names in the NBA or not they've always been a tough out and I'm gonna tell you something I think of those brothers I had to guard those Willie is strong bro. <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a strong young man and I remember guarding him sometimes I was like yo young fellow like what in the world like you're a brick wall and you know they, it just it's just great to see you can see the excitement it was cool to see his brother just sit there and sobbing in excitement oh. for like that's that's it doesn't get any better than that and you know, uh, I know Mark uh, Gasol very well, and I know he's a proud, mm-hmm. proud retired player somewhere right now, um, just because he loves his he loves his his team. Yeah, no, I think you're completely right. Like they just, you know, it was actually supposed to be a quote unquote rebuilding year, and like they still did it, they still won, and I think they've won now four out of their last four EuroBasket championships out of the last six that they've tried for. Um, and so they've just continued to bring it. Um, loved your comments about brothers. So, okay, there's something special about brothers or sisters playing ball. Who do you, who's your favorite brother duo? Or who do you think is the most talented brother duo in the NBA? Past or present? Well, I, I'm going to say, this is going to throw people off, but I'm going to say, <laughs> that's, that's tough. But I played with... I actually played with both Lopez brothers. Hey. And when I say, when I tell you they are characters, like, I love those guys, man. Let me tell you something. You know, that, man, their, their, their love for Disney and comic books is next level. And I remember I had Brooke as a, as a rookie uh, with the Nets. And I had, I, I was with um, Robin in Phoenix. But Brooke always talked about uh, comic books, and I remember every time we would come to Orlando, I'd come, bring him over to the house, and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna build a house in in, in at, right beside Disney." All right, Brooke, whatever. Brooke built the house right beside Disney, and when you walk into his house, and I don't want to talk about the man's house. You walk into his house, you feel like you just walked in a portion of of, a, of Disney section. Oh, like wow. his their, no, their love for for comic books. And, and and Disney is is next level, and they were two of my favorite guys. Uh, you know, Robin. We all know Robin can be what he is, but let me tell you something, man. Love the guy to death. Have yeah. you know playing against him once I left Phoenix. Just great battles and just having conversations. Uh, that's I you know that's just one. I mean, all all of the brothers that you. I've, I mean, let me think. So well, I played well, against I'm, I'm I played in. against Horace and Harvey I'm Grant. Gonna, I'm gonna hop in on the Lopez brothers real quick before you move on to other brothers. Okay, okay. Um, that was a good pick. That's a very talented pick too. Like that yeah. legitimately holds up on the court and also extra points because they're twins. So you didn't even yes. just say brothers. You got a, a twins pick in there. So I'm gonna give you double points. Also, shout out to I went to Stanford in you the about back. To say it. I knew you were gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, I played. I, yeah, Jared. Um, I went to school yeah. with, um, with Brooke and Robin, and actually, I remember at college, and they are just fantastic, fun, smart, different kind of guys. Like, yes, they are. College, they went missing. They were our star to play. Like, they were the stars of Stanford, and they went missing. I was on the women's basketball team, so I knew I was privy to what was going on with the men's basketball team. So, like, um, it was like, a, yo, where are the Lopez twins? And nobody could find them. And it was like a, a, like a quiet big deal. Turns out they just skipped practice. They just left and they went to I Disney just, World. I knew it. And drove from Stanford University to Disney World. 
and didn't tell anyone, missed practice, and like didn't come back until they were ready. So they are just so like, they walked, they marched to the beat of their own drum. And every time I speak to them, I have like the best convo. And I'm, you always smile with them because they're yeah, all just like huge, just happy energy. Great personalities. Uh, I, and I also, when you you said Steph, uh, I was talking about the, the Collins twins, Jaren and Jason. I played with Jason Collins. You know, uh, so I played against a lot of brothers. I played against Dominique and Gerald Wilkins. I played against Horace and Harvey Grant. Okay. Um, Curry? Uh, yeah, of course. The Cur- I played against the whole Curry family <laughs> and oh, the dad. Oh, extra points, De- extra points. Dell was my teammate. I know, So I know. Yeah, That's- yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, um, shoot, in the wait, game. I played against, Har- uh, Har- well, Harvey, it's a Harvey Grant's kids, the, all the Grant kids. So I played against oh, Horace Harvey and the kids. Oh, oh wow! Okay. Now uh, I think about it. And what about all, all three? What about the Holiday Boys? The Holiday. Three? I played against all three of the Holiday Boys. All three. Yes, when he was the, the youngest one with the point guard in uh, in um in he was with the Pacers mm-hmm. when I was with the Hawks. Aaron, Aaron, I want to say yeah. Um, shoot. I covered uh, what's your the... sister, Lauren Holiday, when she played at UCLA. So I'm gonna take a point for wow. that. Shout out to the Holiday. Uh, they all in hoops. D- okay. Uh, Darrell Wright and his younger oh, brother. Yeah. yeah, the Wright brother. But who else am I missing right now? Don't if you. I'm trying to think. Sons, you got the Thompsons, but that's not a brother duo. Oh no, Mikey played a little. He had a cup of tea in the NBA. Thompson. What about Blake Griffin's brother? Oh yeah. Oh, um, I covered him in the G League. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Blake and Taylor Griffin. Yeah, Taylor. Uh, I'm trying to think. You said father son. Uh, There's a lot of father sons. We're talking brothers. Patrick right? Ewing. Yeah, I'm talking about Patrick Ewing. If <laughs> say Patrick Ewing, I played against him and his son. Oh, um, you know who else? Well, there's a lot of father son. I want to keep it to. Oh, son. and Gerald Wilkins' son. Okay, you well, talking about brothers? I'm, trying, I'm, just, I'm going to all crazy. Do father son, right? But I think to like for say me. For a family. Let's say that you are a mom and a dad. And not only were you so blessed that your family had one NBA son, but gosh, imagine that you, in your same family two came or three. That much talent, that's hard imagine to Imagine three. The Holiday Brothers are like, that's yeah, so that's crazy. Sick, man. Hey, because I, I think back for me, I mean, I, of course there was Horace and Harvey, but I know what that, that feeling was for me playing with my cousin. Like playing with T-Mac, getting drafted to Toronto and Mac and I playing oh, no. together, yeah, for a year. So that it was like, yeah, you know. Now that might be the most talented family connection. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And and VC Vince Carter, y'all might have the most talented family connection. Can we give it? Can we say anyone has a more talented family connection? Hey. I, I, I like to put us. Hey, I like to put us against anybody. You know. Okay. Uh, Let us know in the know. comments section. Is yeah, anybody yeah. family wise more talented than T Mac and Vince Carter? <laughs> hey, I mean, and hey, and I, hey, I will bow down if you can think of others. But like, I mean, I was as far as family. Like, I mean, there, I mean, and, and I, I'm sure we're forgetting other. You know, if you're talking about cousins, other cousins that might possibly have played. But I, I mean, hey. Yeah, I like mean, I, I played against the Peyton family. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ross, I've been around for a minute. Yeah, like honestly, and we're doing this off the top of our head. Like we could have just done an episode on like, all right, let's prepare and talk about like every of each your family right. with each like genealogy of like NBA families and trees. That could be John could be- Stockton and his son. Damn. Uh Dave I think David, I played with David briefly uh in Sacramento. 
Shoot, you could have been around long enough to see LeBron and Bronny. Could have been. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Oh, man. So you definitely think LeBron will be around for when Bronny gets 100%. Like, he'll be there. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Ooh, I I just thought about it. What about this? Ross, here you go. Reggie Miller and Cheryl Miller. But you couldn't have played against. Oh, you're saying no, 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 no. You talk family. You talk about fat talented family. I quiet as kept. I, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I just say. That's why I threw that down. I bow down. Arguments of goat of the game. And I and I bow down to Cheryl Miller, and she will tell you how good she was. (laughs) Reggie is in the convo of maybe second greatest shooter, top three greatest shooters of all time. I don't know. Depending if you're a Knicks fan or not, I don't know. But (laughs) you could be. You're a Knicks fan. That could slide. (laughs) I played against Anthony Mason's son briefly. Wait Uh, in the comment section. I need to know. So yeah, yeah. So many, bro. And Vince Carter, that family of talent. Would you take them or would you take Cheryl and Reggie Miller for that family combo of talent? Just which one is that? Well, hey, 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 I already know you already know a combo that's going to jump in there. Everybody's going to pick Steph, Steph and and, and Dell and and, and, uh, oh, and you know what? And Seth Seth has called out a very meaningful. he 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 got game, man. Seth and I came up through the G League Santa Cruz Warriors. By the way, let me let you know who I came. I I rolled, came up in this league with Seth Curry, (laughs) Mikey Thompson, Taylor Griffin. We had all of the the brothers, you know, the the superstar brothers were were doing their thing. They were coming up through the G League, and I was their little, you know, reporter analyst. So I'm so proud, especially of Seth Curry, just, like, seeing him build out a role for himself in the NBA. His own, like, personality, separate of dad, separate of bro. Like, he really did that. And you know? understanding how important he is, like that was a big deal for Philly losing him to Brooklyn. Yes. Like they, like that's. I mean, he is like a legitimate important piece, and important. that's that's what's up, man. Just sticking important. to it, not really being discouraged, and like, yo, man, I'm nice too because yeah, he killed us. He killed us in college. So oh, Rivers, the Rivers family, Doc yeah. Rivers, the yeah. whole. I'm talking. About, no, I'm saying. I, I'm just saying. I played against. I played against a couple. Well, of course, a few of them. Dot Rivers and 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 uh, and, 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 and Austin and then there's Jeremiah, the other son, who you know he, oh, he okay, I mean, he was okay. playing a little bit. So there's a few of them, but I'm, I'm thinking about Doc and 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 Austin. Okay, how about so Dell and Steph versus Doc and Austin? Who you taking? Stop it! No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. We're not doing this. Hey, doing hey this. they family relatives. That's family. That's all family yeah. right there. Yeah, you, no, you're right. Hey, that's that's a heck of a two on two though. Like that's they that's start talking junk. Like that's a heck of Doc, a Thanksgiving dinner. Like y'all just talking trash. Let's take it outside. Hey, <laughs> what? Take it? Y'all were what? Oh, I can see Doc. Like, bro. Well, Doc just had the hip surgery, but Doc's aggressive, man. Doc as a player was aggressive, and then Dell is just one of those guys. Like he knows how to offset aggressiveness by just a ball faking separation. Like it's just that's not fair because you don't have to worry about those guys beating you off the dribble because they could just shoot in your face. Period. Okay. So I you know, think that's the problem. You're taking yeah, the stop it. Come on. Okay. Come on. <laughs>
All right, people, we're brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app ever, and honestly, the only one you need. It's not just about the big bonuses and boosts and promos that you get. It's the fact that every time you bet, whether you win or lose, you're earning towards the types of perks only Caesars can offer, free stays, concert tickets, bonuses, and more. That's because when you download the Caesar Sportsbook app, you become a Caesars Rewards member, and that means perks. Must be 21 or older to gamble. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. I want to make sure I tap in with you on the Lakers because, you know, (laughs) the Lakers never stop being newsworthy-ish, I guess. So they have uh, Dennis Schroeder's back. And uh, what does that mean to you? And actually, I saw that he said he's had a great conversation with LeBron and he's calling the return... Um, unfinished business. So, um, what do you think? So, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm glad, you know, because he, he earned it. He's played his way back into the league. Uh, I think he deserves to be in the league for one. But my confusion is, and, and it's just obviously hearsay and rumors, but they're they're looking to get like Mike Conley. Uh, also, it's like what, what, like where does he fall into the, you know, the Utah players, and Mike Conley is one of them. So I'm saying, like, okay, Mike Conley, you have, uh, you know, Schroeder now, you have <laughs> Russ, you have, you know, you have all of these guys. You know, the fourth guy. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So I'm just, com- I'm just curious to where, like, how, how this all works together. I mean, even if you, okay, even if you move Russ, they were tra- talking about possibly moving Russ. Bringing in, you know, Clarkson and Clark's, Clarkson and and maybe Conley. Well, you still still have three point guards, very good point guards. You know, come on, Ross, what you got? Because I'm, oh. I'm not sure. Oh, now you. Got I, I need help. <laughs> yeah, I need some help here. I'll, I just I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. They they have a talent, and it's like, do, do you bring in? Do you sign these guys to 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 eventually move them? For you know to strengthen your yeah I, I don't, I'm just I just Is don't there know. There a chance that they're like trying to no see I'm, I'm what actually you probably can't move. You yeah. probably can't move those guys because you just signed them. But I, I don't mean, know. You get, you get added depth, which you might need in a series in a season with older players. Um, you get depth, you know, saving bodies perhaps. Um, he has experience of like the pressure of being with the with the Lakers. And I think that that actually is important. Um, you know, obviously he hustles hard. He brings speed. Um, you know, um, I, I can't say I fully can predict anything coming out of LA. The only thing I can predict is, you know, LeBron is going to be box office and, you know, hopefully healthy through a full season, but it's harder and harder as he gets older. Um, one story. I think that I, I Anthony Davis. About, you gotta Anthony say it. Davis. I mean, he's, he he's be he is huge. He is he is huge to this this to this puzzle yeah. for the Lakers because you know LeBron can be at box office if Anthony Davis is if you would carrying the load because I he doesn't have to have to I do agree. it. I agree, and I think if Anthony Davis is available and playing at a high level, I mean, age wise, he's still prime years. Like I think um, LeBron doesn't feel like he has to do it all and, and right. exert all the time like when you need a bucket when you need him to be lebron but why he he shouldn't have to be that every night for 82 games when you have an anthony davis with the potential right 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 and for schroeder like i know there's been a lot of commentary on he turned down you know the 80 million dollar contract over four years and came back for about two million or something uh 
if you was his OG on the team, like, what would you tell him about just, you know, handling um, that? I think he's been humbled. I think he's been humbled now, Uh, you know, and I think he's hungry. I think he's going to go out there and, you know, hearing unfinished business. I think he, like you said, he understands the dynamic of, of being a Laker. Uh, He's been in playoff games. He understands what it takes and and, and the level of focus. And I think guys who should be in the league, I'm going to use Carmelo, for example, who should be elite and missed a year, had to sit out. Yeah, they, they, they're going to respond. You know, these guys are, are taking advantage of that opportunity. Uh, that opportunity. So I, I think he'll be fine. I mean, he's an OG himself. I mean, you, I mean, there's a bunch of veterans here who can, who, and he's just going to fall in line with what with what's needed for him. So yeah, I think yeah. he'll be fine. And you know what the X factor is this season for the Lakers? I can tell you. You want me Word. to tell you the X yeah. Factor for the Lakers? Bald LeBron. <laughs> you back, baby. Vince, you back. Now, LeBron James was trending on Twitter. Well, not LeBron James. Bald Bron. The bald LeBron. All variations of LeBron James playing around with a filter. At first, I thought he let it go. And I was like, yo, he's about to kill everybody because he's not playing anymore like he, i saw tweets wait like, wait he's not playing what anymore he's not playing with his hairline what is he not playing anymore i don't know i'm i'm, I'm, I'm just saying like when, <laughs> when if lebron was to let it go and come to the yeah. nba i would be like yo lebron he's let go Watch this. of himself. he's gonna do he's it out, he's outside he's gonna his do it ego. When, this he's gonna is, do this it is when bronny comes him. watch you heard it he's here when bronny comes he's gonna let he's, it go watch so anyway, and I didn't think he looked bad either. Like it was a filter, um, you know. Filters can make you bald right. or whatever. Right, right. And look, Vince, this like, is not a filter. How is bald going for you? It's been going. It's 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 end all be all for me. It's been. I've been. I've I've been rocking this since my sophomore year of high school. Was it because you were going bald? Like, did you have like a hereditary thing? I well, I found that yes and no, but no, but my after I had the box. My freshman year, and I just like nah, bro, cut this off, and that was it. And I just rocked this, the baldy from there. I've been bald like every now and then. I used to, I just, just it's just something that I was, I was doing. Just curious, because I really can only remember you being bald. I, what age did you like actually go bald, <laughs> or were you shaving it before you were bald and you were just stylistically rocking it? I was stylistically rocking it in my soft since my sophomore year, but I think I, I felt like I was. Thinning out, even my my junior year in, in in college, I was like, bro, what's going on? The Olympics, when I had the, the fro, that's why the fro didn't really go any further because if it got any bigger, you would really see, you know, the definition <laughs> what's going on inside of there. So I was like, we're gonna stop here, and that was that was it. So you know, if I look down, you can see some thinning down there. But I always I always wore the ball head, so I honestly don't know exactly when. But if I let it grow out, we don't all grow. You don't all grow back anymore. That's just what yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I, is it is it like are guys make cracking jokes in the locker room around bald heads or does it not? I'm just surprised. Why hasn't you know? Why aren't we rocking bald heads earlier as a style like you did at a younger age? That's just you know everybody's into that their ways. You know everybody <laughs> into the you know I, I, you know I, I was not. <laughs> you was okay. You I didn't. I oh, let me say this. I ain't have a bad grade. You know, I know, I know. Some people in the comments gonna be like, "Oh, he had that bad, that bad graded." Not nah, chill. Nah, I ain't had that. <laughs> so you that had, I did not have. So you had beautiful hair that you just chose. I had to go my with. hair was solid. It's just I chose, you know, to, to go to the zero. It was just it was easier. 
No, it it really works for you, man. It's it's iconic, and I'm not sure everybody. Yeah, can because you it. can't see me with man. If I came in here with a Caesar Lofe, you'd be like, bro. You wouldn't be the first to add hair plugs. You should try it. Oh no, 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 no! I'm good. I'm or happy like where a- I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right, right. Do you have a message you want to send to all your bald brothers out there? Anything you want to say to them in solidarity? <laughs> well, I, I say, hey, you know what it is, but I, I, I want to say it to the ones who just need to come home. <laughs> come on, man! Like, and 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 here's here's the thing. So I, I have I have a friend, and if when he's when he hears this, because he listens to us. When he hears this, he's going to laugh. And I say this to him, and I'm not going to say his name, but, you know, he was once, a, <laughs> he was once an artist, so all my friends know who it is now. Um, he, um, he, he is thinning, and I say, okay, if you don't want to <laughs> – Raj, you're laughing. Stop. If you don't want to go straight ball – and I say this to everybody. If you don't want to go straight from where you are to, to ball, progressively – Lower the cut, cut your hair lower, cut your hair lower to and, and la- allow people to get used to the different phases, and right. then boom, hit it. Ray Allen did it. Right. Ray Allen did it. Remember Ray? Have to call Ray Allen out like that. You should have let him. No, no, it's not calling him. It's an example. I love man. Ray's my guy, but he did that. He just progressively. And then yeah, Ray probably sitting at home coaching his high school team. Like what? Like I have no, like being bald is fine. The only thing that since I'm like, oh, that stinks. Well, no, not that it stinks. I don't even want to say it because somebody might be dealing with that. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if your head is a little fat and you got the like, yeah. or like the line? Yeah, but, so that's what my boy is. That's why he's afraid to do it. <laughs> You're like, bro, I got these. You know, this extra. You know, I got it. I have. I you have a small head too. Like, if I were to do it, I have a very bulbous head. And so, like, just shape-wise, like, you got to get the, And most people don't even know what the shape of their head really is unless they go bald. But anyway, and, somebody... Well, and, and, wait, you got to progressively work your way down to start learning, you know, and seeing what's good, you know, before you actually right, go all right. the way. You know what I mean? Hey, look... Man, Use that filter <laughs> and see what you look like. <laughs> Not me in the makeup brush. Um, this was a testimony <laughs> because somebody might be listening today who needed to hear this word. Like, you were on the edge. You weren't sure if it was your time. Come on home. Vince, Vince Carter... Vince Carter himself told you to come on home. Come on, hey, it's, it's cheaper instead messy. of have the, the you, you you sitting at the, the barber trying. Hey man, can you can you can you even this out a little more? Because your barber's probably sitting there like, bro, just let me just cut it all off. Yeah, let it go. Unless they do the spray paint thing, we're not going to say names of who's. Ooh, anyway, I'm not. That's what, <laughs> I'm not. Okay, hey, spray painted on a banner. Is the name of the Las Vegas Aces? Who well done, because I didn't know what you were about to say right there. I was like, "Whoa, you, <laughs> Come you on, played the game?" Yeah, I got it. I'm with you now. Game? <laughs> Man, that was so, solid because I really uh, thought you were about to call somebody out. Yeah, he was like, "How are we getting out of this bald conversation?" And <laughs> right. Okay, that's why I'm here. So, no, I, I wanted to make sure that we close it out with the best for last. We're going to talk about the Las Vegas Aces. Um, winning the WNBA championship, the first one of their franchise history, the first major pro sports league championship to Las Vegas. Um, and the finals MVP was Chelsea Gray with the crazy efficiency with these hard contested step back jumpers. And of course, the MVP and defensive player of the year uh, in Asia Wilson and then Kelsey Plum, first team all NBA all-star you got the most improved player in jackie young and the coach of the year in becky hammond my goodness from top to bottom it was an organizational success 
Vince, of all the great things, you know, what was the most exciting part to you of watching this Aces run? I right. think <laughs> I, I think right now is hearing you run down the accolades of all of the players on one team. And and why I say that is because it all circles back to one person. Becky Hammond. Oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying because she 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 put oh, these guys this team she's put <laughs> no you so, yeah, no but no but uh no it all it puts it I, and I say it circles back to her because that's just just her genius and her ability to coach and empowering her 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 women to do great things and like you said had the best player had the coach of the year had the defensive player of the year had had all stars you know first team this first, I mean it's just all from one team that's just Becky Hammond is is has proven that she can coach whoever. Is the NBA ready? Like, would you like? I, I'm not going to ask that. Would you like to be coached by Becky Hammond? Seeing I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have a problem with it because you just. I, I look at this. Can she coach? Can she? When we when when we're we're in distress, can we look to our leader for guidance and get us over the hump? She checks those boxes on top of the pedigree she's come from. So she's comfortable in those moments. And, and she's just proven that, proven that, proven that. And I understand her frustration and Don uh, Staley's frustration when, you know, I saw the thing about uh, Portland. Uh, I said, Portland hired Chauncey over, you know, those two 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 ladies and everything. And, and I understand, you know, sometimes, you know, organizations or people don't want to be the first in 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 these type of situations and they didn't want to because they didn't want the backlash well and because you just don't know the outcome we, we, we i think people feel comfortable you know making that, those decisions if you knew the outcome you knew the outcome you, you they would say you know what becky don we'd love to have you because you know we can see the future and you can't but you know you have to just trust and, and and be able to stand on your decision and i think if any nba team made that decision uh, they they would have been happy with her. I mean, it, it's it's tough to to win in any league, but let me tell you something. She blew through the WNBA, you know, which it, and and it's like, oh, okay, that's the WNBA. It's not. The NBA. It doesn't matter. Her her coaching mind is top notch, man. It's top notch, and you can just see it. Like she empowered, and when she talked, they listen, even through frustration. Sometimes, you know, when you see, you know first year coaches and they're trying to get their teams rallied to, together and, and calm everybody down. And you always see one loose end. You didn't see that. You didn't see that. She got them to understand the bigger picture, you know, and, and, and it was just awesome to see her mentor, Greg Popovich there um, supporting her and just like dropping gems to, to the, to the, <laughs> to the ladies after their, uh, what, what, what game was that? Game three, game four, or was that? It was early uh, in, when he I came into the locker room. It was game three. Yep. Yeah, so you know, just like just to have that. Uh, oh no, my bad, my bad. It was game two in Vegas. Yeah, game two. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's just it's cool to have that, and you know, she's she's proven. And and I, I tell you what, I know she's gonna probably want to go, you know, get that opportunity again at some point. But it's gonna be hard to get her out of the uh, yeah the, uh, out of Vegas and the WNBA because they're gonna drop the bank to her. They and already she are. Me. She got paid something around like a million a year, which was like huge headlines, which only put more pressure and, and you know, eyeballs on her. And again, Becky Hammond delivers like every stage, you know, and also like showed she could do it at scale um, over the course of a entire season. And 
um, you know, that entire core, that core group, they're all under 30 years old. So like people, people are having all these, you know, think pieces about, you know, okay, is she ready for the NBA now? I'm like, fam, she could run this right back next year and the year after that. Like, I think there's a dynasty here. You know, I think for the NBA to get Becky Hammond, they better come with the bricks truck because she, she's got something really special here. And then because- you talk like, star players are gonna want to. Star players are gonna fall at her feet. Like oh. nigga, like bro, I want to go play the. I want to go to Vegas and follow, no, play man, with, with her. Go to Vegas. First of yeah. all, Vegas so fun. Just check their social media. Like I've actually talked with other players around the WNBA who like are joking but also dead serious when they're like, "Damn, the Aces are having a lot of fun." <laughs> like they like the uh, the meme of uh, what's his name looking out Squidworth looking at SpongeBob from outside the window and looking at SpongeBob play. <laughs> That's what yes. they look like looking at the, the right. aces. They're just having a blast. And, um, you know, and Becky's been, and Becky to win the WNBA is a big deal. Like, she came in and learned a new league. It's a scouting uh, success. It's a staff success. The last eight years, Becky's been in the NBA, not the WNBA. She played in the WNBA. But the last eight years, she's been scouting NBA. So this was a huge, like, to learn a new league is a big deal. And, you know, obviously she's got the X's and O's and all of the after time out plays and execution she had and her players, you know, talk about her as being composed and calm and, and they trust That's what her. I'm saying. It's cheating. So like she came from a guru. Like, she also like, pushed the right buttons. As a former player, yeah. she stood like, okay, I'm a yell at, like she's not, she's a chill person. But in game one of the finals at halftime, she went nut. Like she literally said, I was lit. That was outside herself, and that ignited the team to win a very important, obviously a very important game one. And like I cover like NBA and WNBA, the one thing that's consistent, I've talked to male players that have worked with her and female players that have worked with her, they all respect her. They all respect her. She gives it back. They like working with her. Like she's she's a real one. Um, and she came through and absolutely implemented like. NBA, um, NBA tactics and strategies in the W, and it worked. Space, That's what I'm saying. Space. That's what I said. Cheat codes, man. Little like, she... that, you know, the Raptors are thrown in there before she was using that on the W. It, it, it really, really showed that she is a basketball mind and person. So, yeah. Um, I don't think you know. Becky said it best herself. She said, "I don't have. I'm not, I wasn't out there trying to prove people wrong. I'm trying to prove myself right." And so that is she a did bar. both. That is a big bar, and she she, that's she a did bar, both. That's a bar too. I like that bar as well. She did both. So um, I think we'll leave it at that. With I'm dropping with mics. Yeah, this I'm is fun. It. I enjoyed it. Uh, and yes, I'll, I'll let man. you know. The NBA most watched year since two thousand and six. Regular season and playoff viewership up twenty two percent on ESPN and NBA. So you put it on people will watch because it is quality and it's only going up so i'm very excited um that's it for the vc show what else you got for these people we out two fingers hey, let it, and if it's which one do you time, pick if it's hey, your time. <laughs> let it go i <laughs> think you better time. let it go <laughs> it's okay to go bald baby it's your time come on we'll get you a good right. hat we'll get you a good hat <laughs> <laughs> we out Ha, ha, ha.